You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks. I don't understand why the Jets are still rolling with Zach Wilson. I just don't. With Zach Wilson at quarterback, this is a Jets team that can't even barely score 10 points a game. That's it. That's what they're averaging, 10 points a game. And I said it weeks ago, if I'm on this defense, I'm pissed off. I'm ticked off. Patrick Mahomes coming to town. Travis Kelsey, his new girlfriend, Taylor Swift, going to be in the box. All the hoopla, all the excitement. It's all going to be about Kansas City. It's all about Taylor Swift. The narrative, that's what's that's what it's gonna be all day on Sunday. You watch you watch those NFL preview shows, trust me, brace yourself. It's gonna be about that. And maybe that's a good thing. It'll take away from how miserable and how horrible Zach Wilson and the Jets offense has been. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Oh boy. Brace yourself. Sunday night is gonna be. Interesting. 800-919-3776. Let's get to your calls. Let's go to Chris. Calling in from Queens. Chris, welcome in. Hey, 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 how you doing? Great, thank you. You ready to do, though, for tomorrow night's game? I mean, me being a Jeff fan, just let Zach Wilson play. Let him play free. What do you have to lose? You might let him play free. You know, if he throws five picks, he'll have a good game, then you know... Whether uh, he's a quarterback or not, can't get any worse, right? I mean, Chris, and and, and appreciate the phone call. I, I don't, I don't, I I think it, I I think he will toss a, a ton of interceptions. Um, if if there, it's not structured. Also, keep in mind, listen, like I said, we don't talk a lot about this Kansas City defense. This Kansas City defense is good. This isn't a defense where it's not it's not like the Chicago Bears are coming in. And you're just gonna like you know, you know, just open it up for Zach Wilson. Um, it, this is a really, really good defense. Let's go to uh, Jermel calling him from Queens as well. Jermel, welcome in. Hey, what's going on, Nita? You know, I always enjoy the show. Thank you. Um, I'm not saying I completely disagree with you, but I partially disagree with you. And the reason why is because I feel like. It's more than just a quarterback. You take a guy at number two, you should have some type of do. We got to start holding these coaches and organizations responsible for not producing good quarterbacks. An example I'm giving is Geno Smith, who's coming to New York with Seattle against the Giants, my team. So I'm not biased against Zach Wilson. He's coming in. Both teams right now. If the Jets had Geno Smith right now, you could say he could help them get to the Super Bowl the way he's been playing. But when he was playing for the Jets, you know, he was getting dogged like Zach Smith. When he was playing for the Giants, he got an opportunity to play, and they ended up getting rid of almost everybody because people didn't like it. So at the end of the day, Zach Wilson, he needs some running game. He needs some defensive help. He needs some offensive line. You just throw him out there to the wheels, how you expect him to get better? There's, there's so much to – and, Jermel, thanks for the phone call. Uh, there's so much to digest and unpack and, and discuss there. Um, uh, for, for a number of reasons. Um, first and foremost, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, did uh, I, per, and, and, and I, I know uh, Harvey and, and Joe, we weren't working together when the Jets drafted Zach Wilson. So uh, just so you know, and folks might be listening to me for the first time, I'm, I'm a big NFL draft nut. I love the NFL draft. I've been covering the NFL for quite a while. Uh, I'm really well connected with scouts in the NFL. So 
that's a period of time. I love going to the combine. I'm like, I am, I am all in on the NFL draft. And I was not sold as well as, uh, and, and, and obviously in regards to the information I get from scouts, was not sold on Zach Wilson. Went to BYU. So what does that mean? Uh, not, not a really sophisticated conference. Uh, playing against subpar competition. And, you know, really, Zach Wilson only had one good year, and it was the COVID year where a lot of your best players um, in, in that conference did not play. So, you know, it, it was it was like a small sample size, a microcosm, an outlier year. So I just I don't feel that I don't feel that we got a a, a true um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, a, a real true testament in in regard to evaluating um, Zach Wilson. But dude's really competitive, uh, really athletic, fun to watch. Um, you know, his arm angles resemble the way that Patrick Mahomes throws the ball sometimes. But, you know, at the same time, you know, and, and, and I've said, I, I say this a lot. A lot of people like to uh, point to Tom Brady as the greatest quarterback to ever play. Tom Brady was lucky to run a, a 5 to 9 40. If you go back and, and you look at the photos of him at the combine, he had man boobs. He no no muscular at all no no definition at all. He was slow. Um, I mean, this is listen. This is a big reason why Tom Brady didn't go until the sixth round by the Patriots. But but the Patriots drafted one thing that analytics cannot measure is an athlete's will to win, his commitment to excellence. And so because Tom Brady went in the sixth round, uh, and, and I think it's one of my favorite Tom Brady stories, and that is, uh, you know, after the first two days of, of the draft, uh, he didn't think that he was going to get drafted at all. And so he went in his room, shut his door, and took out a, a big legal pad and started writing other career opportunities that he would pursue. And then he got a knock on his door, his mom or dad, and said, hey, the Patriots drafted you at six. And so he said that that's where a lot of his motivation comes from, right? First one in the building, last one to leave, watches a ton of film, and is just uber, uber intelligent. And then honed his craft, worked on his arm, worked on his velocity, worked on his accuracy. But Tom Brady never – Tom Brady's not the kind of guy that can throw the ball 100 yards. Tom Brady's not the kind of guy that can scramble, manipulate his arm so he can throw the ball sidearm. Or, like, that's not what makes him great. He reads defenses quickly. He audibles. He's 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 just he's brilliant when it comes to the game, and he's accurate. Doesn't throw a far ball. Doesn't doesn't throw a hard ball. He's accurate and smart. And here that are the that's really the the metrics. Um, and and of course you know a lot of course, went into the fact that he played for the Patriots in a really horrible division, and they won a lot, and he won a lot of Super Bowls, and yada, 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 and here we are. So it's, 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 it's interesting to me. It's comical at times. You know, oh, Trey Lance. Trey, same story, Trey Lance. Uh, South Dakota, subpar competition, not a lot of experience playing football. What made you think that Trey Lance was going to be able to come into the NFL and, and dominate? No, no, no. 
So, number one, I don't think Zach Wilson should have went where he did. Okay? That's number one. Uh, Number two, wasn't seasoned. Immediately thrown into the NFL. Why? Because where he was taken. If you're taking a guy that high, damn, you know what? Baby, he better come in and start. He better come in and play, and he better contribute, and he better make a difference. So, would somebody else have come in and drafted Zach Wilson? Sure, but you know what? Let him. Because Zach Wilson was a quarterback that needed time. Like Jordan Love. Like Aaron Rodgers. When the Green Bay Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers, he sat behind Brett Favre for three years. That's what I think should have happened with Zach Wilson. Let him learn, develop, teach him, grow, and see what you got. Not to say that he would have been the answer. So, twofold. Number one, Zach Wilson was drafted too soon. Too much pressure to get him out there too early. Um, and no seasoning for a guy who played in a subpar competition conference in a COVID year where it was an outlier year in regards to his statistics. In a nutshell, that sums it up, guys. Okay? That sums it up. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Taylor Swift getting everybody ready for Sunday night. No, it's she won't be performing at MetLife. But she will be there. We got Mama Mimi joining us now. Mom, how you doing? Taylor Swift coming to town to watch her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, take on the Jets. Oh, my goodness. Is there anything else we can talk about? Oh, you're do your listeners know that your father played football for UM? Um, do they know that? I don't know. I don't know, Mom. I don't know. How did we okay. get from ta- How did we get from Taylor Swift to Dad? How did we get there? I don't know. I, don't know. I'm tra- I was thinking about him today. You know? Oh, you were? Oh, that's I was nice. Thinking about him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So, how are you how feeling? How are you when you the water? How, well, we'll get there in a second. More importantly, how are you feeling? You're out of the hospital. You're home. You're back with your dog. You're feeling good. Yeah, I'm waiting for uh, uh, I'm waiting for a new wheelchair, which is supposed to deliver any minute. So, okay, but I'm all right. Doing okay. Okay. Then. Doing okay. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll we'll make this quick then. Uh, before we get to no, your. No, th- don't make quick. Make it long. 
Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I don't want I, you've got a you've got a wheelchair coming. Um. So before we get to your picks, and again, I, I let everybody know you, you've you've gone two and one, the first three weeks, uh, of the NFL season. So you're six and three, which is really good. Kudos to you. Better than me. And um. So we've got three you're more kidding. picks. No, no, I'm not kidding. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I went zero and three the first week. So I'm fifty. So I'm still playing catch up. But nonetheless. Um, you're doing well. Uh, before we get to your three picks for heading into this week, week four, we got to talk about your Dolphins, right? They put up 70 points against Denver. I'm assuming you were watching from uh, your hospital bed. And then, right. they, but they've got a big game tomorrow against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Do you think Miami beats Buffalo? Okay, here's the, the thing. Every time I pick the Dolphins to win, they lose. And when I pick them to lose, they win. So I think this game is going to be a wash. I would just not bet on this game at all. If I was betting, I would pass this one up. And also, they said that DeMar Hamlin is playing tomorrow. Yeah, this will be his first. they're playing, you know, they're playing at home. Mm-hmm. And the fans are going to be crazy tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, it'll, this it'll be crazy. This will be uh, Hamlin's uh, first game back since uh, that horrible evening um, where his heart stopped. And, and God bless the Bills medical staff for getting him, um, you know, going again quickly. And and here's I think he like, how could if he even just plays one down, mom. Right. Like, how can he not win comeback player of the year? I don't care what anyone else does. If, if he just plays one down, it's it's a miracle. And I, I think I think he's a lock for uh, comeback player of the year. There's no denying that. Okay. Uh, by the way, the Buffalo Bills are favored by two and a half. The over-under is 53 and a half. I actually like uh, the Bills. I would stay away from that game. I know. I, I, I know. would not bet that game. I know. I know, Mom. You want to stay away. I actually like I actually like the Bills. I'm going to lay the points with the Bills, okay? Um, I think this line should be more. It's not because your Dolphins put up 70 points uh, against the Denver Broncos. All right, let's talk about the three games that you do like. And you like the Philadelphia Eagles. They are playing at home against Washington. The line here is nine, and the over-under is at 43. Why do you like the Eagles to win here, Mom? I like the Eagles because they're playing at home, Mm -hmm. and they're doing really well. The quarterback is great. I think nine points is too much. I think that's too many. Um, But I like the Eagles to win. Okay. Uh, so to play the Eagles on the money line is 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 a lot, but you so you like the Eagles to win, but you don't think that they'll they'll win by nine. So you're so you're saying no, you like the Eagles, no. you like the Eagles to win, but take Washington in the points. Okay, got it. A little bit later on in the afternoon, you've got the 49ers. They are back at home. They're laying four. They're laying two touchdowns, mom. Two touchdowns against the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals. who just beat okay, the well, Dallas Cowboys. I'm picking the 49ers because the Cardinals have a lot of injuries and the 49ers are playing at home. So I'm picking the 49ers and I think the points are 14. Is it yes. 14 points? Yeah, they're four, two it's touchdowns. Too four. That's too many. It's too That's many, two right? Touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you. But I think they will win. So, so again, Mama Mimi likes uh, the 49ers to win, but 14 points is uh, a little bit too much for her taste. 
So uh, so she says roll with uh, the Arizona Cardinals and the points, but she does like the 49ers to win outright. And last but not least, careful, you've got a lot of Jets fans who listen to the show. Um, you've got Kansas City again, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey coming to New York. Uh, this is the Sunday night game. The Jets are getting nine points. Kansas City's favored by nine on the road here in New York. The over-under is 41-and-a-half. Zach Wilson still the starting quarterback for the Jets. Who wins here, Mom? Okay, I like Kansas City. Right. Um, I think the uh, Patrick is just the great quarterback, and I think the Jets are, you know, a mess right now. So I would take Kansas City. Um, I think the points are 8.5, which is a lot. Oh, no, we just lost her. Is that what that means? So uh, she thinks that the nine points is too much, so it sounds like she's not going to to to, uh, to lay the nine with Kansas City. Um, guys, if you could get her back on just so we can say goodbye, I appreciate it. Uh, so what I did is I took Kansas City on the money line to win straight up. I took the 49ers on the money line to win straight up. And I took the Philadelphia Eagles on the money line to win straight up, and I parlayed that. And you could get the 49ers beating the Cardinals, the Eagles beating Washington, and the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Jets all as a money line parlay at minus 145. So what does that mean? You're laying $145 down to win 100, but all three of those teams have to win. All three of those teams have to win. All right, so oh, yeah. uh, okay, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, so I said, so if, I, if, if we just play Kansas City to win straight up, Mom, against the Jets, the Eagles to win straight up against Washington, and the 49ers to win straight up against the Arizona Cardinals, but all three of them would have to win, it's actually not a bad bet. It's minus 145, which means for one, every $145 you put down, you win 100 back, but all three of those teams have to win. So, uh, you know, I, I might play that. might be my Mama Mimi bet of the week. Well, I don't want you to lose money if your mother makes a mistake. <laughs> you know. Well, how, you, mom, you've got it. Mom, part well, part of being. Win, if you win, are you going to share? Yes, I I will I will. Sh- what 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 are you what are you in the need for? What 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 would you like? I'll, uh, what I'll, would I like? I'll throw like a new I'll... body. That's what I would like. <laughs> well, that's that's out of my control. Like a new body. Um, so I will, I will, I will put $145 down. So if all three of these win, uh, you win a hundred dollars and, and you know, you, you have time Whoa, to think. Okay. Okay. So you have time to think about it and what, okay. what you, what I you would definitely will go to Longhorn and get some margaritas. They're okay. There you go. A hundred dollars worth My of Longhorn <laughs> margaritas. Guys can't make margaritas. this up. Right. Harvey Joe can't make this up. Right? That sounds like a good time. Can't make this up. Mom, I love you. Thanks for joining us. Excited that you're getting a new wheelchair. Big kiss to your dog, Pierre. I love you. I'm glad that you're home and you're safe and you're happy. Thank you, sweetie. Love you. You got got it. Love love you, too. Mama Mimi joining us. Um, There you go. $100 worth of margaritas at Longhorn. Uh, let's, Let's get back to Steve calling him from Rockland. Steve, what you got? Yeah, that the, the previous caller, he was uh, referencing how Zach Wilson being thrown to the wolves in the offensive line, and statistically, no other quarterback in the NFL has had more time to throw the ball so far this year. Yeah, he was. He was. I, I was Wilson. watching. 
I was watching Willie Colon, um, who I absolutely love, and uh, and and like there, he's getting like four four seconds back there. That's an eternity for a lot of quarterbacks. That a lot is of quarterbacks, an eternity. Yeah, they usually you know, get like 2.3, 2.5 seconds. He's getting four seconds. And and it goes back to that old saying: reading is fundamental. I mean, when. Uh, when he threw that interception against Buffalo, those three guys were looking at each other and trying to decide which one was going to catch it. I mean, it was like the Kennedy assassination, a cri- triangulation, a crossfire. He threw the ball right into the day. I, you know, this is, and this is what I think about poor Zach Wilson at this point. Okay. He, you know, he's going to, he's a less toxic, more pleasant version of Ryan Leaf. A nice, a nice seat on college game day, popping up on TMZ every once in a while with his mom's friends. You know, I mean, something like that. Because he's not unpleasant. You know, he's not a mean, I hear you, Steve. mean or anything. I hear you. I hear you. Let's go to Garrett calling in from Deer Park. Garrett, good afternoon. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? You know who would really love four seconds behind the line? I'm sure it's Daniel Jones. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I got a right? question about Jameer I got a question about Jameer Gibbs for fantasy. I, I've been holding on to him for a while. I I plugged him into the, uh, this past week, and is it just about time to cut bait with Jameer Gibbs? He scored nothing when Montgomery was out. Montgomery comes back, and he scores th- three touchdowns on his first night. Yeah, you know, it's it's a great question, Garrett, because obviously they're just same script, different players from last year to this year, right? Montgomery is going to score you touchdowns. Jameer Gibbs is going to be a part of the passing attack. So... Um, I mean, it's, 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 it's how they roll in that backfield. I don't, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's available on your waiver wire. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Do Not you particularly tra- too much left. <laughs> I, I mean, do you want to, you want to, you want to trade, you want to try to trade him? Uh, you know, okay. I guess you know, that's probably you, what I'm going to have to wind up you know, doing. You know what I would do, Garrett? Uh, let me tell you, a lot of people are down on Calvin Ridley, Garrett, because he's dropped two touchdown passes. Uh, but I don't think that that's what that man is made of. I, I think the best is yet to come for Calvin Ridley. So I think people are down on Calvin Ridley. If you are in need of a wide receiver, I would tee that up. I would find out who has Calvin Ridley. They're probably really down on him. And I would offer Gibbs to them for Calvin Ridley. That's what I would do. That sounds like a good trade. Uh, can I ask you, A, who would you start for my last two running back spots? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. All right. Kyron Williams. James Cook and Travis Etienne, and I'll listen from here. Well, wait, wait, don't go anywhere. Kyron Williams, you got to. Okay. His, vo- his volume is ridiculous. Who are the other two? James Cook and Travis Etienne. Ooh, I, listen, I, you know what I'm going to say here, Garrett? Champagne problems, my friend. Champagne. Yeah. <laughs> all three. I like. I like. I like all three. I think you got to go with Williams just because volume alone. Um, you know, he's really he's he's the bell cow back there for the Rams. So I do like that. Um, ATN is, has been great. Love, love James. I'd probably, that's a toss up to me. Uh, so definitely, I, I, I guess I, I would go, um, Williams one and then cook and ATN B one, B two. So, uh, that, that's a coin flip to me. Quick break. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who's going to have some great fantasy football advice. That's Cynthia Freeland. She's going to join us next right here on 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back. 98.7 ESPN is a Saturday afternoon, 1.30 p.m. What does that mean? Only one thing, Cynthia Freeland. You hear the music? Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. So, Cynthia, man, uh, let's start first and foremost right here in our own backyard. We've got Taylor Swift coming to MetLife Stadium, right? And we've got all these Travis Kelsey prop bets uh, over-unders that are out, you can jump on. In fact, I want to say that there's, like, some, like, offshore sports books where you could, like, wager on, like, what 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 will Taylor Swift be wearing? Uh, Swifties in the house. Uh, but nonetheless, this is a Kansas City team that I'm really surprised. The number has come down. I thought it would go up. Minus 9.5. I thought it would be, like, minus 10 by now, maybe minus 10.5 at kickoff. But it's not. It's going the opposite direction. It's at minus nine right now. Your thoughts on this matchup? The line movement's interesting, but I do have to give some respect here to the Jets' defense because as good as we've seen Patrick Mahomes be completing the most different passes to different receivers, and as important as Travis Kelsey is, and as fun as it's all been with the Swifties invading everything and everyone wanting Travis Kelsey to score 89 touchdowns and 89 yards and blah, 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 blah. I think at the end of the day, like these are still professionals who are not going to allow for that type of receiving day for multiple pass catchers on this team. I mean, last week we saw, you know, obviously the Dolphins hang up 70, but if that Marquez Valdez-Scantling touchdown hadn't been called back, the Chiefs would have actually had the single highest half in NFL history for scoring. And that's at the same time as that Dolphins game. So I don't think that this defense is going to allow anywhere near anything that looked like that to happen. Um, Travis Kelsey prop bets. Are you all over them? I mean, because like, like every time I'm on like TikTok or Instagram, it's all Kelsey and, and, and Taylor Swift. It's out of control. It's out of control. I I think I might, maybe I, maybe I like, I don't know what what's wrong with me, but I'm like a little saturated on this. I'm like, cool. Let them have their relationship. I sure it's fun. I like fun. I'm with you, but like, okay. Like we, I get it. And I do appreciate all the people who are like, yeah, like Taylor Swift really put him on the map. And like they're doing these TikToks about how that annoys their boyfriends, which is pretty funny. But, you know, I'm kind of like, can we just play football? We have some really great games this weekend. And I, I, as much as I like that game, like, I mean, there's a game that's going on in upstate New York, that Western New York, that, you know, maybe is going to be more of like a football football game <laughs> as opposed to like, you know, is Travis Kelsey, is is Taylor, is the traffic going to be terrible getting out of MetLife because Taylor Swift, like, again, it's fun, but I just like football. 
I hear you. And last last week's slate was mwah. this week's slate. I'm with you. I like as well. Before I definitely want to talk to you about that Bills Miami game, uh, but let's keep it here in our own backyard for just a second. And, um, and and let's talk about the Giants at home getting ready to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, this 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 line's interesting as well. Um, you've got the Giants as a home dog. They're plus one and a half. I know that there's some talk and speculation that Saquon Barkley uh, potentially could play here. I just, my guts, t- after the Seattle Seahawks, it's at Miami and at the Dallas Cowboys, or, or, or vice versa. The next two games are on the road playing those two very, very good teams. My gut's telling me that maybe, just maybe, it would be more wise for the Giants to hold off on Saquon Barkley and possibly save him for those two road games and try to beat the Seattle Seahawks through the air Um in this matchup at home. It's just what my gut is telling me. Um, are you taking the Seattle Seahawks at minus one and a half? Or are you rolling with the home yeah. dog here? I want to roll with the home dog. I love the idea of it. And I want, I love when Saqu- oh, Saquon Barkley being gone. Like I just love watching Saquon play. So I don't really, you know, obviously I, everyone would prefer him to play, but ultimately in this matchup, I just, it comes down to the defense and the fact that, I mean, Wink's going to blitz, and it doesn't matter if it's working or not. Like, you know, there's, like, two things you can count on. this, like, tackles and Wink Martindale blitzing. And the interesting part about that is that even with those tackles missing, like, Geno's had a lot of plans that, like, just really, like, are good at subverti- subverting, like, the impact of the blitz. And, you know, between the running backs being really healthy and looking good for, you know, Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet, I just don't – I don't like this matchup because I feel like Pete Carroll and that offense are going to control a lot more. And it's not going to be something where Saquon can just, you know, come in and even if he's playing, like take control over this defense that is getting inching better and better every single week. Yeah. It's just, I mean, listen, then this team would start what one in one in three, right? One in three. And then having to go on the road, you know, to Miami and to the Dallas Cowboys. But you know, again, looking at the Dallas Cowboys, you know, uh, they, <laughs> I, I mean, smoke mirrors, you know what I mean? Like they lost to the Cardinals who the Giants were able to, to, to come back and beat in the second half. Yet the Dallas Cowboys destroyed them in week one. It's got, you know, I, I know you and I have talked about this quite often. And that is like, you know, you, you really don't have a good feel of a team's identity and just how good mm. or bad they are until we get into week four, I think in the NFL. And, and, yeah. and I know that we're, we're in agreement here. So do we really know how good or how bad uh, the Dallas Cowboys are? I don't think we do. Yeah. I mean, I, we certainly don't. And then of course they kind of had to, it's going to take them a minute because without Trayvon Diggs, that's going to be different too. And then, you know, obviously the run defense, we saw last week they gave James Conner almost five yards before contact on each rush as an average. But those mm-hmm. they are like, okay, what, what? <laughs> like you're going to let him get a full head of steam. Okay. Sure. Like that's confusing <laughs> too. Um, talking about a full head of steam. Let's talk about the Miami dolphin Buffalo bill game, Buffalo at home, two and a half point favorite. Very interesting. Back in December when these two teams met Buffalo was favored by seven, but because the Miami dolphins <laughs> are coming off of a, like a bun, <laughs> Can I say no? I won't. Uh, a butt whipping, whipping. against yep. against right um, on on the Denver Broncos. 
this line is two and a half. And talk about steam. You know, we talk about Mike McDaniel, and 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 I know a lot of people have already gone to the window to try to uh, win, put that place, that bet for coach of the year. How he's using the pre-snap motion and getting arguably the fastest team in the NFL already faster because you know they're they're already at like you know half speed once they hit the line. It's brilliant. But this Buffalo Bills team, I still to me, they're still the best team in the AFC East until they lose. Uh, I, I, I'll lay the points with Buffalo. I think their defense is good. This will be the third out of four games that the Dolphins have, have to hit the road. I'm on Buffalo here. What say you, Cynthia? I'm on Buffalo as well. There's a couple reasons. And the first is last week, look, we know we know that Tua was getting the ball out of his hands at a crazy fast pace, faster than the, any team has managed to sack a quarterback this season. That's his average time to throw. It's just so, so, so low. And we know that the Bills, like, they're able to construct a lot of different defensive formations to try to stop that. But, but here's the thing. The Bills are also coming off a situation where, you know, they had a historically high rate of pressure. Almost 70% of their dropbacks last week against Sam Howell resulted in a pressure sack or anything that would, like, disrupt Sam's throwing ability. So that high pressure rate's a big deal. But moreover, it's really the fact that Jalen Phillips is missing from the the – Dolphins defense in this matchup, which is huge. And you've seen James Cook, the rushing efficiency, and that 12 personnel. So it's heavy, two tight end sets, heavy packages. Those have been extremely helpful for Josh Allen and company. So I actually think that the Bills and their strength, which is different this season than what we, you know, you never talk Bills and be like, hey, you got a great run game. Like that just hasn't happened in years. But now you have to give James Cook his, you know, his, his just due. And that's what the difference is. So I actually think if you look at, you know, look at the stats about the Dolphins against play action, and it's not great. And it, look at them against, like, where you see both Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid catch passes where they've been targeted. It's not, it's not great. It's not the strength of the Dolphins' defense. So it's actually the Dolphins' defense that I think is the most vulnerable piece of this, not – you know, the other side, it's going to be it's going to be a track race. Like, you know, it's a track meet, and they, you know, even Coach McDermott was like, I wish we had Usain Bolt out there so we could practice. But it's really the defense of the, the Dolphins that, that tips the scales in favor of the Bills for me. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Just a second ago, we were talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they have an interesting matchup. They're home, Big D, favored by six against the Patriots. This line has come down. It was seven. I thought maybe it was going to go the opposite way. You know me. I love Mac Jones. Uh, When he was a rookie, he put up 29 points against Dan Quinn and that defense. Um, And now he's got Bill O'Brien as his offensive coordinator. I like the Patriots with the points here. I also think this is a good spot to use them as a two-team six-point teaser and tease them up to plus 12. How are you playing this one, Cynthia? I think that – I actually think it's going to be about eight points in large part because – I don't know what we – maybe they'll, like, come out with a story about, like, someone was sick last week for the for the Cowboys. We saw the O-line woes were happening. To me, as long as that O-line's in place for the Cowboys, that will help because you got to keep Dak kind of just average or a little above average. You don't need him to be, like, world-beating. You just need that defense to be able to feast. And I do think that they, they were a little bit taken off – you know, they're a little bit caught off guard there because Joshua Dobbs like really ran well. And now you're looking, this is not a mobile quarterback in Mac Jones. He's not going to, he's not a rushing threat for, you know, every single down. And it's just, it's just going to look a lot different. And I, I still think, I think that 
Dallas is like a get right moment here. And they're like, woof, we did not like that last game against the Cardinals. Let's get, I think it's a get right situation for them, but I like it more than 12. I think eight points is my, is my number. Okay. So, um, so 12 would, would be really, really tasty. <laughs> mm-hmm. as a two-team, six-point teaser. Cynthia, before we let you go, we always like to talk some fantasy. Um, and we saw some backup quarterbacks play last week. Of course, Andy Dalton uh, being one of them. My guy, Gardner Minshew, being another. Not sure who's going to be playing this week. Derek Carr dealing with a shoulder. Could be Jameis Winston. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, dealing with a concussion. Could be Hoyer. Could be a rookie. O'Connell. Watson now, we mm-hmm. hear today, dealing with a shoulder. I know he told the media that he was going to play, but uh, you never know. They've got a, a tough matchup against the Baltimore Ravens coming their way. So first and foremost, let's start with some quarterbacks. Who are some of the quarterbacks you like flying low on the radar that just in case somebody doesn't have a Derek Carr or a Deshaun Watson, who would you roll with? I might roll with Brock Purdy. If you, it, I mean, it doesn't sound like – super sexy because, you know, Christian McCaffrey is there and it kind of becomes a vulture. But I do think Brock Purdy is in, is in pretty good shape to look good yet again. Remember, I feel like because he played, it feels like he played so, so long ago. <laughs> um, but, you know, Thursday he's had some rest. Like, it's a good matchup. I think this is a Brock Purdy situation if you are very stuck. I'm not, I'm not suggesting you play him over the usual suspects, but he falls in about my top 12, top 11. I love I love Russell Wilson this week against Chicago. Chicago's defense has just been god awful, um, and and both I think defenses both of those defenses have been sus, very right. sus, and especially to the run. Absolutely. Um, also, if if Saquon Barkley does not play, um, Daniel Jones, I think he's he's going to have to he's going to have to chuck the rock a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if he has over fifty attempts against Seattle, and I like the over in that game as well. Uh, in regard to running backs, Kamara back in action for the Saints. Today, Eckler, we got news that the ankle is not well, does not look like he's going to suit up. So if you drafted him on your fantasy football roster, um, that is not good news. Again, talking about Saquon Barkley, not sure. And, and, and it really it stinks because it's a Monday night game. So with that being said, who are yep. some of the who's who are some of the running backs that you are eyeing this week? Well, I think that Zach Charbonnet. I, I understand, like you know, Giants fans don't want to hear this, but you know, it's it's that could be a good if you if you get in that situation on Monday, if you can do Saquon and Zach Charbonnet. Now they're not going to be anywhere near the same amount of points, but if you're trying to hedge for that potential and you really want to hold out to see if Saquon plays. That would be a move that, you know, a, a decent move to do if you didn't have Brita or any sort of backup in that case. Um, but I'm also thinking that this might be the, like, Jalen Warren, and we keep talking about him. He kind of hasn't, like, it hasn't happened yet, but I think he's in pretty decent shape. And if you're very, very strapped, you could actually also consider Latavius Murray because those goal line carries are kind of split between he and, you know, Damian Harris. So it's, it's I, I think you could look at that game as well. Um, what about Rashawn Johnson from the Chicago Bears? Herbert is doing nothing. Whenever Johnson gets yep. the opportunity, his his yards per carry far exceed what Herbert's doing, and he's got a good matchup against the Denver Broncos. I like it. I think that's a good one. I, I have Javante Williams ranked really high this week, and I also think Rashawn Johnson is a good – he's in good shape. I mean, it's funny because – you know, we, we're forgetting he's like the other Texas rookie running back, right? <laughs> exactly. So it's Don't forget about him. For sure. Uh, in, in regard to wide receivers, 
Talk to us. Who do you like this week? Well, I'm, and look, okay, I hate any time there's an injury, always. But Joshua Palmer, if he's somehow available, that's going to be a good one. Obviously, Keenan Allen will get the lion's share of those targets. But, you know, Mike Williams is gone for the season. If he's somehow available, you want to scoop him up. Tutu Atwell, also a good opportunity. I don't know if Pukunuku is 100% healthy. He did not look that way, and he missed a bunch of snaps last week, and he only had those five catches. So I'm just interested to see if he's not 100%, and Atwell was certainly a guy who got a lot of looks in the red zone, so that would be a good pick as well. And last but not least, before we let you go, tight ends. I, I think this might be the – like. This might be the Dalton Kincaid come out game. Like I just that twelve personnel is good. He's likely not available in any of your leagues, so maybe if season long that's that's not gonna be the answer. But for daily, you wanna pick like do if you're doing multiple lineups in daily, do some with Dawson and do some with Dalton. And I think that's gonna be really interesting. And then of course, go back to the Patriots, go back to that well. You really wanna see, okay, like you know, they, they obviously like Henry, like he's he it's good it's gonna be a good pick for them. Cynthia, you rock as always, my friend. Thank you so much. Always great having you on. Thank you. Great having, great always being on with you. It means the world to me. Oh, Cynthia Freeland, one of the best at the NFL Network. Still a lot more coming your way. Anita Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN. Wow, okay. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get you up to speed on some of the college games out there. Penn State and Northwestern all tied up at 10. USC and Colorado 34 to 14. If you watch me on Daily Wager earlier this morning, uh, I took the under in this game. The under is at 73 and a half right now. USC, Colorado 34 to 4. Get this, guys. 75% of the time, USC and Lincoln Riley they bench Caleb Williams in the fourth quarter. So that's what I'm banking on here, and I'm hoping the under hits. Kentucky up on Florida 23-7. That's that's an interesting game. Uh, Clemson beating Syracuse 21-7. And we've got some good games coming your way. Don't forget, we got Joe Wiz, who's going to be joining us at the top of the hour, giving us some college plays, NFL plays. I've got a slew. I've got a ton of college plays, so all that's coming your way next. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, welcome in. Hey, Anita. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you. Oh, and shout out to the company and um, um, prayers to your mom. Hopefully she has a full recovery. Thank um, you so much. Anytime. I uh, wanted to talk because it, it, it is uh, now. I, I, you know me where I stand with Zach Wilson. I was I wasn't the biggest believer, and I did I and I was a person that felt like the, you know, athleticism. Even though it is there, it is a little overspoken when it's compared to other athletic quarterbacks that we have we have seen in the past. So, but this, you know, 
just because I feel sorry for him, and I think that the Jets did did him a disservice by making him the backup and not getting a better suitable backup throughout this time. And really, if they really saw something in him, they should have played a more longer game and playing a longer-term development for his future. But they didn't play that game, and so now he's the starter, and, you know, the criticisms are valid. It looks like he he is getting a lot of time, and that was something that we saw in the first, within the first year and the second year where every quarterback than him was pretty much better than him. So it, it, it is a little sad, but you know what? It, the Jets kind of put themselves in this position now where they do kind of deserve this criticism, because at this point, at this point, he should have never been put on the field in this type of situation with this team. Because I hear you, uh, Jose. Jose, we, you're, you're appreciate the phone call, dude. But you're, you're not telling us anything we don't already know already. That's for sure. Let's go to Brian calling in from Florida. Brian, I'm up against a break, so you got to make it quick. But I wanted to bring you in. How you doing? All right, all right. Enjoy talking to you. Uh, Giants, Seattle, Monday night. Uh, I think the Giants are going to come out and open the game up. Use their wide receivers, that kid from University of Tennessee, because they they have to open it up. You know, they're going to have Barkley back at running back, and I think the Giants are going to win 34-26 Monday wow. night at Giants Stadium. Okay, Brian. Um, <laughs> lock that in. Uh, it, it's it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, like I said, and, and I just want to call up the Giants schedule here really quick, um, you know – As we know, they're sitting two and one, okay? And I think one could make a good argument that Dallas and the 49ers are hands down two of the best teams in the NFL. We, we know for sure in the NFC, right? Uh, thank God they came back and beat the Cardinals 31-20. and 20. Imagine if they were 0-3 right now. I look at this as a must-win game because then after that, they're at the Dolphins and at the Bills on the road. I think this is a Giants team that needs to be 3-3. Three and three. After the Bills game, which means I think this is a must win, which will take them to two and two. I think it's wishful thinking to think that they could beat both the Dolphins and the Bills away. But I, that's why my, my gut, my gut is telling me, I know it's a game time decision. I just don't think Saquon Barkley plays. And I think this is all going to be on Daniel Jones's shoulders on Monday night. Uh, quick break. We come back. Joe Wiz will join us. We'll kick off hour three next here on 98.7 ESPN. I would... definitely will go to Longhorn and get some margaritas. We had a good time there. Margaritaville.